0: Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. <clears throat> I'm here, Jerry. Nice to see you. Here's Max and Edward. They are they are also here, and it is nice for them to see you too. See how I See my bizarre wording there? The way I just made it awkward unintentionally.
1: Mixing it up. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, guys, uh. Let's start off talking about something that's not Everton. Um, what? If, if you were, yeah, I know, I know. It's 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 a nice it's a nice segue into the pod, Edward. Uh, okay. So uh, if you were on Twitter and if you follow Max Carlisle, you will have seen a bunch of photos with him lugging around something large and silver and metal. Now, Everton supporters, I know what you're thinking. We haven't seen one of those in a while. All right. But yeah, Max, you want to tell the story here about what what went on and how you got to witness some some cool uh, a cool event on Saturday?
1: Yeah, considering Evertonians don't know what trophies are, exactly, um, <laughs> especially me. So, so on Saturday, um, for the first time in a while, I wasn't able to watch the Blues play because I was down at Acklington Stanley um, watching my cousin Sean McConville. They were they, they were against Lincoln City. They needed a point to. They've already got promoted. Like cars there for you. Um, they've already got promoted to League One for the first time in the history, and they needed just a point to win the league. Um, luckily, unfortunately enough, they they got a one nil win. And I don't know if you've you've been around for a for a trophy celebration before. I certainly haven't, and it was just a complete party atmosphere. You know, drinks flying everywhere, trophy getting lifted, and it was just a absolutely fantastic day down with my family.
0: Yeah, if it's anything like the trophy uh, trophy ceremony or tr- trophy celebration that I witnessed last night for the 6 U wolves, they had little medals and cupcakes. So I'm assuming it was about the same, right, Max? Yeah. It's pretty much I mean, the cha- same
1: thing. Change the cupcakes for pints and, you, <laughs> you know, be close enough.
0: I can't even imagine it. Like, I saw pictures, and you see pictures like, you know archive pictures of this kind of thing but to witness it firsthand I can't even imagine it
1: yeah it was absolutely fantastic I think it, if you t- just take you back to boxing day they, they were ninth, 14 points off the top of the table and it, it was just it the, the the run of form that they put together to to you know obviously get in the pole position to win the league is absolutely incredible I think they were up there with PSG and Juventus in terms of the home form in the in, in the form tables <laughs> and you never
2: was, utter that in another sentence,
1: any other <laughs> oh, I way. I, I think it was something like that. 12 games unbeaten at home since boxing, since the turn of the new year. And, you know, it's thoroughly deserved because they've by far been the best team in the division.
0: So, Fair enough. So they move up to League One, is that correct? League
1: One, And be in the same league as Sunderland. Ooh. What
0: a strange world. As Louis Van Gaal used to say, what world in which we live. I know,
1: I think, I think on Saturday it was their, their highest their attendance record ever, I think it was just under 5,000, and as you know, the, the, the size of the stadium alike, I think it's going to be you know a sight to behold for them to go to a place like that. Yeah, Jeez.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing though, to be able to witness something like that would be, yeah, and, yeah, plus, and, and plus you've got personal connections to it Max too, so. That, yeah. that
2: probably is even
1: better as well. Yeah, that yeah. was great, great. My entire family. Um, see, see Sean winning the trophy. I mean, he he spent time at Stanley earlier on in his career. He's come back now, and he's a he's vice captain. He's had a tremendous season as well. I think he's got something like um uh, twelve assists or and eleven goals. He's just he's been an absolute machine.
2: Everton, sign him up.
1: Aye, he got he got in the the League Two team of the year, but um think he just got overshadowed, unfortunately, by Billy Key, uh, the, the centre-forward, who scored 26 league goals this season. Damn. So I think to, to score that amount of goals, I think to win um, Player of the Season, I think it thoroughly deserved. What was his name again, sorry? My cousin or the centre-forward? Cousin.
0: Uh, did you hear him?
2: No. Sean My- McConville. Oh, he got John you! McComber.
0: It was weird. You were it was, you were looking at him like, "What are you going to answer, man?" <laughs> 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 and by the way, Max, I, I can edit this part out if you're worried about privacy.
1: No, no, it's, it's alright. Okay, just ten. Well, I'm,
2: I'm just gonna have a look see if he was in because you said he got into the team of the year. I'm just quite interested.
1: Yeah, yeah. he's got a fee. He's got a fee for but don't worry about that, me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. All right. Edward, are you sorry. close, are you close oh, to oh, finding it? Sorry. Podcast, oh, So I want to try and fly through this. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Look it up later. Look it up later because I'm going to. Um, so anyway, uh, so at least Max got to do a little celebrating. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Um, maybe we'll get that experience sometime soon. That, that would, <laughs> I, I, I said maybe alright <laughs> yeah that's all I'm oh, going to say
1: uh, but, it's not even fathomable <laughs> uh,
0: like right now we're just like you know what we just, we just kind of want a ma- manager that we're okay listening to talk you know what I mean we just want to listen to somebody talk and not cringe that'd be nice I know. I um, yeah. we should get to Everton things uh, yeah. for, for the people who are listening and not looking at us you are the Pod People. Here's what you're, here's what's coming up this particular episode. We are going to react to the Huddersfield match from this past Saturday. It happened and it wasn't entirely unpleasant. So there you go. Um oh. Yeah. All right. Then we're going to we're going to shake it up with some off-season predictions <laughs> through yeah, you know, because right now everybody's talking about how they don't want Sam around or they do want Sam around, whatever. It's all about what they want. How about let's actually predict what we think is going to happen? All right? Let's just, let's just try to, you know, figure out, try to be smart about this. All right? If we were betting, what would we bet on? All right? Let's work that out. Um, and lastly, we've got the Southampton preview, which should be pretty straightforward, to be honest with you. At this point, it seems like we know what's coming. But we'll see. All right. So, Huddersfield. Um, Edward, you were there.
2: Indeed I was.
0: All right. So, uh, yeah.
2: Give us the lowdown. What's going on? I think the first, I personally think it was the first points this season that we've actually deserved, like away from home as well, which just like, I think the attitude, um, the game plan was right for what we needed it to be. As well, like he was defensive, and then we hit them on the counter attack, which a lot of fans didn't agree with. Uh, there was still some booze, obviously some still f off Sam Allardyce chants, but I mean you can't please everyone, and I think it was in the it was in the as Sam would say in the minority for a change, and you know everyone got behind the team uh, when they actually put in the effort, and obviously you would still had the booze for the substitutions, but I actually think he got them right, so.
0: All right, yeah. Max. Mm. Do you have anything to say, or were you able to go back and watch a little bit?
1: Well, uh, I've watched. I've watched the highlights. Uh, obviously, I watched the highlights on the Everton app, so obviously you get a bit of an um, an Everton spin on things, don't you? You know, they make also. Um, I think we've, um, something that surprised me was I think Darren Griffiths was coming up. We've only I think it's one loss in six, or so we haven't been sorry, we haven't been beaten our last six, which mm. really doesn't feel like that at all. Not at all. So I really don't know. Why that statistics even in use? Well,
2: but, that's uh, sorry. i was just going to interject. He's been nominated for manager of the month, isn't he? Because I, of... he has. He won't shut up about that for a while, I'd imagine as well.
1: <laughs> but um, I think yeah. When when I watch the highlights, because I also watched them on match of the day as well. It was it, I love I love I love watching Everton when they play on the counter attack. Um, I'll always use the example of Wolfsburg away when we <laughs> oh
0: yeah.
1: There's being you know an absolute. Masterclass in, in in Everton playing on the counter attack, and um, but in in terms of Huddersfield, I think it was that Tosin. Both of the goals were really pleasing for me. I think it's it, this season. I mean, particularly over the last few months since Allardyce coming, it's been really um, it's really been hard to get beyond all the negativity that that, that that's surrounded the club. But to see you know Tosin, who's obviously going to be in the in the long term, going to be our star striker getting a goal again it was a lovely finish and um, mm. so again that, that believes i've got i've got faith in him to carry on that type of form and hope he emulates them types of finishes continually and as well a, a player who's not known so much to be grabbing goals a player who i really do love adris gay oh. it,
2: was,
1: it was nice to see one of his uh, strikes from distance actually go in for a change and that was cuz he's let, so let, let optimistic
0: to... with those isn't he he has that no problem nice. pounding those from deep, and it usually squirts off
2: to the sideline. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love that little uh, touch that Baines had as well. Umar obviously putting a great cross, and Baines with that lovely, lovely little touch just to let go and just go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think since
1: I keep it, sat, honest to God, it sounds like I repeat myself every single time. But since Baines and Coleman have come back, it yeah. really puts it. Put it gives me confidence that there is something in place. Going forward, that hope will touch more. The new manager does come in that a new manager can work with. You know what I mean. So we've got, so it seems like you know the the, the go to is to be going down the flanks uh, and to be working the ball into whoever's going to get into it in the middle. Which I think a lot of the top sides do as well. I think mm-hmm. I hate to use them in this example. Liverpool do it a lot. Man City do it a lot, Chelsea do it a lot, and I think that tends to be the the style that a lot of sides are trying to try and emulate. And if, if it's the style that we're going to try and replicate going forward, then I'm all for it.
0: So yeah, I'll I'll just throw it out there. I uh, I wasn't entirely angry the entire time watching, which is which is different, you know, which is nice. Um, I I only got to watch about 60 minutes of the game then I had to pause it cuz I was having to watch it with the NBC Gold stream. So I had to pause it, go to my kids baseball game which was so stressful, believe it or not. And then mm-hmm. I I come back and unpause it and watch it while my kids are taking naps. Okay. And, and so I had to do it like that and it was so we had a one we had a 1-0 lead. During that yeah. time, so I wasn't in the worst mood from that, and then I come back and I get to see another goal, which is cool. You know, it yeah. was weird. Everton actually made me feel better Saturday. Yeah, not really the case <laughs> of this season yeah. that much. You know,
1: what was great to see is when that when they obviously when when Gay scores, all the players were genuinely delighted, and
0: mm-hmm. for
1: the first time this season, they
2: actually look like a team.
1: Yeah, that but you know
2: what? Actually, as well that wanted to work for each other. Go, go on, mate. yeah. I've been his biggest critical season. Morgan Schneiderlin was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic in that game.
0: I, like, I am worried about Schneiderlin's intentions as far as this recent push of form. Yeah.
2: So, was I, 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 but... I,
0: I'm, I'm glad he's doing it, but I think he's putting himself in the shop window. I think he's requested a transfer away. And he wants, you know what I mean? Like I, I seriously see it. Now has he played better? Yeah, but it's like night and day. And mm. I, I, and his attitude was was awful before. Yeah. Before you know, and it could be just the team's feeling stronger, and he's wanting to play better. That that's possible. But you see yeah. rumors on Twitter that he's requested a move abroad and that kind of stuff,
1: and yeah, I believe I, it. Sure. I saw he did a, a, an interview with Ian in, in France, and he said, you know, obviously he's been at Southampton, he's been at Man United, and now he's at us. I think he's pretty much said that he's, you know, if he was going to get a move away, then he's going to look abroad, and because yeah. he think he's pretty much been there and done that in terms of the Premier League, but in terms, it depending on the price, really, because I think. I, I, again, I'll, I'll continue. I'll continue to back it up. I do feel like whenever, whenever, and at the best, Morgan Schneidlin's in the side. But I wouldn't be too heartbroken to see him go, depending on what fee we bring in for him for. And because if we bring in a a centre midfielder that, that got a bit more energy, and because you know it, it's just not his style of play. He's not an energetic type of player. Obviously, he'll recover balls when he loses them, and he he's more of a. Because it's more his position more than anything, and his positional awareness and his reading of the game before it actually happens. I think that's where his area of his specialty lie. Mm. But in t- in terms of the Premier League, and if you look at the you know if you look at the top side, you- your midfielders need to be physically strong, quick, and powerful. And if he does leave and we get someone in of those abilities, then I wouldn't be against it
2: yeah i i completely agree i do i have to say i think schneiderlin is best like you say his defensive side because when we whenever we go defensive he's normally one of the better performers in the side when obviously he has the heart to do it but i don't know i'd like some of the i think he like apart from coleman i think he got like the highest percentage in passing on Saturday and. It was just all, he just, he looked happy to be in the side.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Especially because wasn't it like Garner that he was the first player to like run over and celebrate with? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Wasn't even his best buddy. But like, I think a lot of us were discontented at the start of it because we were very defensive, giving away the ball a lot to Huddersfield. And they could have had a penalty, but I don't think it was. Um and they just had a lot more opportunities. But I think as soon as we got that goal, then we sort of got into the game more because then Huddersfield had to throw people forward as well.
0: Yeah, I genuinely do not think that was a penalty. Yeah, I, mean, no. I, we, they, I watched replays, several replays, and it's one of the few times I actually agreed with the, with the a commentator that day. This guy was awful. But basically anytime anyone fell, he was accusing them of diving. Okay. Yeah. And, but in this in this particular instance, I don't instance I don't think he dove necessarily, but I, I don't I don't think it was enough contact to merit you know uh, uh, actually giving them a spot kick. I just think that's ridiculous, a PK. So yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's it, it, it's really strange when incidents like that happen now because obviously with the with uh, players and the way they can get booked for simulation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if a player goes down in the box and the ref waves it away, there's always kind of the controversy and the confusion over whether or not the player should be booked for simulation. And that was something I think when I when I was watching the highlights back, that was something that got brought up by commentator. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, I, I, I don't think it was a penalty myself.
0: Yeah, I, I always find it interesting as someone who, when I played football, Uh, I, 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 I lost my balance often on Mm. like long runs, you know, somebody bumps you, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest guy. So sometimes you go flying and it just happens like that. Sometimes you initiate the contact and sometimes they do, you don't see them coming, but you lose balance sometimes. And it's not a flop. It's not a dive. You just fall. It happens. Mm. You know, and that's what. But I think it's 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 when you see the because. And I think the guy just fell. I didn't see it was a dive. I also didn't well, think it was much contact either. But
2: I think I think Huddersfield fans have said that he's a very the guy that went down. I think is known for like going down very soft mm. as well. So I think maybe the ref took that into consideration as well. But from from the angle I saw it, Vlasic just literally, like you say, put him off balance, but didn't foul him. There's no intent in a sense. Yeah.
0: All right, so uh, just throwing it out there, are some other people who did well. Tosin's goal was uh, assassin-like, you know. It he had one good chance, and he absolutely put it. You you could not put that, you could not place it any closer to the post without it actually hitting the inside of the post and and bouncing in. It was perfect. It was ridiculous, and he took yeah. the one <laughs> opportunity, and that is what we've been missing. We've had kids that get opportunities but squander them and and Tosin gets one chance and he nails it and you're like where is that coming from what is that i've never seen
2: it yeah oh uh, it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) delight
1: (laughs) yeah it it was it was great to see and hopefully this is the start of um you know obviously at, at the start you know there was a lot of um not not so much controversy, but confusion over the, whether he was physically ready for the, for the Premier League. And now, I think you know you're seeing him, him being a lot more clinical, taking his chances, and going in for the tackles. Ho- hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, this is the start of him finding consistency, so he can be a constant threat up top.
0: Did you see him show that little bit of skill in the in the corner that time? He had his back to like two players, and he did some move and split them and got through. And yeah. You know, I, I didn't see. I didn't know he could. I mean, I, you know, he's, these players are all skilled, but I didn't see him doing that in that instance. I was like, "What?" Because I use for Tosin, it's like a one-touch goal, you know, or or he touches and Bang. then he places it, and that yeah. little bit of skill, I was just, yeah. I, I, I gathered the family around So watch this. <laughs> it was awesome. Look
2: at this marvelous Turkish beauty.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's a that's a starting striker. I'm, I'm glad with that. I, you know, I'm so fine with that so
2: i'll actually mm -hmm. raise a quick question walcott better on the left or better on the right
0: Uh, for me it depends on the matchup who's he playing against
1: the right i I just i I really do like him with with coleman behind him i feel like Mm -hmm. they've they've both their abilities complement each other so well i think the both of them have the ability to put Fear into any fallback mm. that that they come up against, and I feel like and as a, and again, if we're gonna, you know, lean on the, the going out wide and working the ball down the flanks, I think you can't go wrong with that combination.
2: No,
0: the reason I mm. like him on the right is because he's right-footed and he has more ability to be able to get across to to Tosin to actually contribute in a different way. For for Walcott though. The way I always see him is slicing and cutting in. You don't see him going yeah. to the inline often. Usually what's happening is he's combining with Coleman, and Coleman is the one who hits to the side or, or, or Baines, depending on the side. I just think he normally yeah. plays right. I just feel like that's where he normally is, and I think that's where we'll probably start seeing him. just depends on who's he, who, who's he paired with. We don't have a lot of wingers. Mm-hmm. We, we've got Vlasic playing winger, by the way, and he did not give the ball away that often. He no. just he just didn't necessarily dazzle. You know what I mean?
2: Like, mm. He, has that was his first competitive start since January. Agreed. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. But at, but at the same time, I, I I still don't think that's his position. Um, but no. I, I was psyched he wasn't giving the ball away because that's the thing that Bolasi was doing that we had such a problem with. You know, he was combining well with 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 our our players and he was it was actually uh, holding up play. Uh, I liked that. He's just not deadly. Uh, running down the flank. He's just not, because he's not fast enough.
2: Yet. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if he's, like, fully recovered. I'd like to say give him a couple of... Give him till the end of the season and that and see what he's like in training next season, just because he's still, in a way, recovering. Because I actually... I don't think he knows his best position at the minute, because I also just want to say a quick thing on Balassi because for him, I think the football we normally go with defensively Everyone else has sat back, so he has... I guess in his mind, he has to think he's got to do all these skills to get past all these players because there's no one else going to help him Mm. because everyone else has sat back. But you see him then when everyone's going forward, he's able to just run with the ball because everyone else is getting distracted and he puts in good crosses like he did when Lukaku was here, like he did against Newcastle. You know, He he can create goals and he can be a good player. He just needs to fit in a good system, not like one with Allardyce, unless we attack.
0: I think he's forcing it too much. Like, you, uh, like yeah. he, he feels too much pressure to create from the flank, and I still don't think he has the same explosiveness as he did before the injury. And it's just going to have to gradually get there. Um, again, we talked about it before. We like the guy. He's just giving the ball away too damn much, and it's just the way it is. Uh, mm. I, I want to see Vlasic play center-attacking mid, though. I want to see him play in that position. That way, that he doesn't need that all out speed that a Walcott has on the wing. You know what I mean? He can actually yeah. distribute and combine and utilize the ability for, to not give the ball yeah. away. You know? Yeah. Um, and I thought he had a sure goal first half. Um, no, it was second half. Second half. He had a really, one I thought that was definitely going to be in. Uh, yeah. I was, I was, oh, I got really excited for him. Uh, yeah, and then it didn't happen. So a lot of people were, uh, we're slagging him off though, so I don't know I thought it kind of gone could have gone a lot worse for Lasic. so mm. um somebody uh, uh, also just bring it up neas's hard work created that second goal that's a thing it did happen we need to <laughs> yep. we need to mention that um somebody who didn't play well I, I i I again have to point to uh Rooney you know he's giving the ball away a lot still mm. um which is something that I think he should. I mean, he, he's. I, I feel like there was one. There was one run. I think it was Walcott. Someone was cutting down the left. It was Walcott, and he was trying to feed them a through ball, and they would have put them through, and it went right to the defender. Yeah. And I was just sitting there thinking, Wayne Rooney, you're better than that because you're you're Wayne damn Rooney. You know what I mean? Um, and he's smarter than that. He's a good passer, but uh, I worry he's just tired at the end of the season. He's a he's yeah. a you know what I mean? There's a lot of mileage on those legs. into the season, it's just like that. So I, agree. I wouldn't be playing him every every game, or at least not starting him every game.
2: No, I think he's more a game changer. I think he's a lot like Nias in a sense as well. Um an impact player, someone who can change a game.
0: Uh, I would say yeah. yes and no. I see what you're going with with that.
2: It 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 just depends on the team Always. you play against. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I agree. I think obviously, I mean, Jerry made the points in the last time we recorded. And it's very, very true. I feel after the um, the whole debacle over the the, the bust-up here with Allardyce at the Derby, I felt Allardyce was pretty much felt compelled to play him almost. And I feel like if you're in a situation where you where you're playing. We feel compelled to start Wayne Rooney I think that's never a, a good thing because I think the end well what I thought the initial plan was bringing him in was obviously th- there's going to be some sort of rotation system that's in place yeah and now it just seems like we're burning them out completely and as you say it's just the wrong time to be to be burning him out because you know towards the end of the season anyway yeah Mm. So, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see what his future's got in hold because obviously there's, there's, there's talk of him
0: yeah.
1: of moving away.
0: There's a lot of talk mm. right now. Right now is
1: Which
2: you which yeah. you can find out on the Toffee Blues on Twitter. Yeah.
0: There's a there's a new rumor every hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it usually involves somebody new every time. So, hey. Uh, so uh, guys uh, I've got some three-word Twitter reactions the Toffee Blues speaking of. Uh, their their Twitter account, Instagram account, and the Facebook account asked for three-word Twitter reactions, all right? I just took some that I thought didn't necessarily involve Allardyce. (laughs) Uh, There's only one that involves Allardyce, but it's worth it. Just saying. So the first one from Twitter, Ali Loftus says, I love jink. Yes, we do.
2: I think everyone does.
0: All right, from Instagram, Jonathan Kasolu says, Turkish Harry Kane.
2: Hey.
0: That works for me I like as well. We can uh, hope so. <laughs> Also from Instagram, Allison Kearns says, job done. Okay. Because <laughs> I sort of feel like that's, what, that's the way we feel after these wins now. We're like, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know? Nothing,
1: nothing to play for. So. Yeah,
0: we won. Okay. Uh, Paul Underwood from Facebook says, good three points. And lastly, Jeff Kate all right, says, and this is three words. Sam has improved us. He smushed them wow. together. Wow. Yeah, I just like I just like the creativity. All right, that's the only reason I put that. So don't don't call me Sam lover. All right, mm. don't do it because <laughs> I see Max is doing the the I disagree with you face. All right, uh, <laughs> which is always this I, I, by the way. It's
1: no, I, I don't I don't, I, I don't disagree. I feel like he he's he, he put definitely put a defensive system in place that I feel like we can build upon moving forward yeah. it's just really pissed me off the fact that he hasn't felt it upon himself to push us forward yeah. while he's in here I thought, Grab- some the
0: chance. I thought somebody made a really good observation on Twitter basically saying it's almost like if we had if the club and Allardyce had said look he's probably going to be gone at the end of the season if we stated that a while back right now we'd be sort of rooting for it he'd be like an underdog you know what I mean? It'd be like, hey, he's going to be gone soon. He's doing his job. You know? Good yeah. job. You know what I mean? If he had approached it differently, if the club had approached it differently, this would have been seen differently, I think. And we would yeah. – I mean we're yeah. going to be grumbling usually anyway in some way because that's, that's – Oh, what, yeah. What we're we're we miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but I, I just think we'd be seeing this differently and it just seems like – I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I- so uh That's it. That's all we have for the Huddersfield reaction. And once again, it's sort of like this. Meh. So guys, uh, we are gonna do something a little different. We haven't done this before. Uh, I don't think, and if we have, sorry, I lied. Uh, So we are going to do a little bit of off-season predictions, because right now, if you go on Twitter, everyone is tweeting about whether or not Sam should stay or go. Everyone, they're all giving their opinion on whether he should. They say, I want this manager, I think Sam should stay, it's all this stuff, okay? And really, Twitter has almost become a little bit boring, because that's really all you see. Okay, but what you don't see is people saying as you don't see as much is this will happen. I think because of this, this is what we're going to see. Okay, and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do mm-hmm. some off-season predictions. Okay, so and we have to start with manager. It's just the it just is. Okay, so uh, just to throw this out there, uh, the Toffee Blues on on my request put out a poll. That, uh, that asked who will be our next manager, okay? There were three choices in an other category. Fonseca, Silva, Allardyce, and other, okay? So, the results look like this. Fonseca, 34%. Silva, 31%. Oof. Allardyce, 24%. And, and other, 11%. And those others include... Howe, Arteta, Simeone, Mancini, <laughs> Emery, Van Hal, and Rogers. Someone was clearly taking the piss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I saw that and I laughed and I was like, "I'll say it because it's it's ridiculous." So yeah. Uh, okay. But but by the way, guys, you, you guys realize that we don't say that phrase here in America, and I'm just throwing it in there, like I, like I know how English people talk. Yeah. Take up fish? Yeah, yeah. No one says that here. That's a thing. Love that. <laughs> the English uh, so, uh, so, <laughs> so, guys, who's our next manager?
1: Paulo Fonseca.
0: Okay, why do you think that?
1: I think he just his style of play is something that, with the players that we have at our disposal, we can we've got we can make a rough template out of his style of play. I think the, the, he likes having his fullback bomb on, and he likes having it's all, it, it it's strange because I know we're going to talk about who we think is going to come in and it was kind of I've, the kind of logical reasoning of who I think is going to come in is based on Fonseca also coming in so mm-hmm. it, almost like the, the kind of the role that Gareth Barry played when when he was at Everton the way he sat deep and sat in between the two centre-halves and allowed the fullbacks to bomb on I feel like that's a system that we kind of had under Martinez but I feel like fonseca can can emulate right. that to just improve it and bring us new successes
0: mm-hmm. all right edward who's who's our next manager man
2: who i want it to be no, no fonseca. We're, we're not saying no, that no, 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 <laughs> but who i think it will be is uh silver hmm. why i think silver because i really wanted fonseca because i basically completely emulating max's points but arsenal won't have a manager next season so i think it's going to be fonseca will be going to arsenal because i think his head's been turned by the fact, you know they've not got their good quality side and besides who would you rather go to a team that's still in europa league or a team that's was struggling for relegation apparently so yeah silver i'd say silver i wouldn't mind silver but i'd don't want in a sense okay but I think it will be silver
0: I think you make some really good points um, uh, I I've, I've been thinking it's Fonseca for a while um, yeah. just and then yesterday we're, we were all affected by the fact that the, uh, the the Spanish reporter came out and said that Fonseca has turned us down for Arsenal uh, in the hope of getting the Arsenal gig okay so that is a journalist who knows more than I do. A lot of people, you know, so I have to listen to it. You know, I feel like he heard that from somewhere. However, however, there's a few things to think about. All right. Arsenal have a choice of someone like Luis Enrique. Okay. Mm. Which is a strong candidate for them. That's a really solid manager who has won a lot with Barca. Okay. Yeah, but that's
2: Barca.
0: I, but still, he won a lot with Barca. Yeah. That's somebody who's handled a big a big club before, okay? And really, I think that fits with what the style of who they have already. Yeah, so basically, what the point of there is, I think Arsenal may actually see Fonseca as a bit of a risk. We see Fonseca as a Champions League manager, but I think Arsenal's supporters are like, well, that's Shakhtar.
2: Not blood. Yeah, blood. we're not having
1: that. You know what I mean? It's 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 a strange one with Arsenal because I feel like yeah, Wenger's style, as you say, the slick passing, and the, the, it's kind of been his philosophy that, that that's been. Very much enforced over the duration of time he's been there. I really do feel like for Arsenal to reach that next level, as you say, I feel like they need to go for a complete culture shock and, mm-hmm. and, and change it up. I feel like mm-hmm. they, 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 as you say, and I, I agree, they're going to be looking at sort of someone of a, of a, you know, a, high caliber, a, a trophy winning caliber. Yeah? So I feel like the, the Simeone would be a great shout for them. I feel like he would just give them the steel that they lack.
0: That would be he's, a, come, he's coming. He's coming to us after different. That would, be, that would be insane. Wouldn't that be crazy if they go yeah. from, <laughs> from Arsene Wenger to, to Simeone? Like, I, yeah. it, we would see stuff out of those Arsenal players that we've never seen before. That would be crazy. Exactly. So anyway, and I've also seen some ITKs out there. I don't put all my stock in every ITK, but there's several ITKs out there who have said that the news yesterday about Fonseca, they quickly said, no, that's not right. They didn't say we're getting Fonseca. It's happening. They just said, "Nah, that article is not true." Okay, mm. so mm. I find it interesting, interesting. That, that, that there's a little bit of a a trend there. Okay, yeah. A lot of people have already come out and come out and said, "Look, uh, you know, we think we think Fonseca's out," but they're just basing it on that one particular person saying that. And you know something yeah. that 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 same journalist also said, "Sandro's probably yeah. not coming to us."
1: He's got, a, he's got, he's got, a history of being inconsistent, and, and and he's had a few wrong calls in the past. So, uh, I'm, you're right there. You I shouldn't, you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Off something that Gillen Balagay says,
2: really. Yeah, yeah. not, <laughs> I think, for Arsenal. I think Fonseca is still like fifty to one, so I don't think the bookies see it either. Yeah, I,
1: I've, I've got, I've you got, know, I've got a mate who's a, you know an avid follower of Arsenal. He's he's on the same course as me at his university, and I I asked him, you know, who's in the running and who's the name that's on the fans' lips, and I, and Arteta is is the man that seemed to be on the lips at Arsenal, and um, that that, like... that shocked me really because I wouldn't take him at, at, at Everton, and and no. you know, yeah, um. um I'm just going to be honest. There, Arsenal are just that next level above us, and I don't know why they want to take the risk of being, you know, the first club under his control.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious. There's been a lot of interesting names coming out about the Arsenal search. Some of them seem well,
2: Allegri wasn't it at one point? Yeah, some of them seem
0: like Champions League winning managers, and some of them seem like woefully inexperienced. It's all over the place. I, Mm. I just don't think they're going as hard for Fonseca as we think.
2: So, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, talking about bets and that, I think really we should be saying what else we're going to put on, like prediction-wise for the bets. What else are we going to do?
0: Um. Oh yeah. So, our, uh. Oh yeah. By the way, just to be clear, I think we're getting Fonseca. Just saying. Okay. So, director of football. All right. Is Walsh going to stay as director of football? Are we going <laughs> to are we going to bring in Marcel Brands? Or is it going to be someone else that we? You're 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 okay to say other, someone we haven't considered yet, someone we haven't discussed yet. What do you guys think? Uh, uh, hold I on. Think
1: I I. You go ahead. I, I do think Marcel Brands is going to come in. I know he's been quite hesitant to comment on his future, but you know there's, there's still a few games of the season left to play, and, and and the summer's long, and the World mm-hmm. Cup's going to be on. So I think Everton will, particularly with the World Cup being on. Mm-hmm. Everton are going to want to have someone there in place to, you know, kind of be in control of things and, mm-hmm. and, and scout and look for players. So I do think Brand is going to be the one that comes in.
0: All right,
2: Edward. I would like to think while well, she's gone from the role, I don't think he should be gone from the club. But I think he should be like step down from the role and let Brands come in. And I think that will probably happen.
0: I uh, I also think bronze is going to is going to come, all right. I think that's actually going to happen. Um, the idea that he has not flat out said no yet mm. means it's for the, it's in serious for the consideration.
1: That, yeah, and the fact that negotiations are said to be in place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I think I think it's going to happen. And again, there, I I look for trends for in the know people. You know what I mean? I look for trends. And people who have been reliable in the past. So that having said that, things are pointing toward bronze. Just saying. And I'm obsessive about searching this stuff. I do have a life, I swear. All right. So <laughs> uh, outgoing, outgoing uh, transfers. Okay. I have a list here, guys, of people that I think are 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 leaving. All right. Okay. I'll just rattle it off. Tell me if you disagree with any of these or if you can think of any of I'll give thumbs up. thumbs down. Yeah. Robles. He's yep. gonna, he's going to leave, probably. Williams. I think he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Morales. Yeah. I think he's gone. Uh, Schneiderlin. I think he's
1: gone. No, I don't Max think.
0: Max don't says think. no. But, however, I Ma- say yeah. Max has a serious man crush on Schneiderlin when he's playing well, though. So I just want to throw that out yeah. there. I I do. I mean, that's He's not a bad looking, man. That's totally fine. Playing. It's totally fine. All right. So, <laughs> I am. I'm. By the way, I'm going bold on some of these. I just want to say it. Uh, I think Funes Mori is going to go somewhere where he gets more playing time.
1: It's not a bad show, actually. It's not
0: because uh, of us, but I think I think yeah. the only. I think it depends on who's coming in. If it's someone who wants a, uh, their our uh, center backs to be a little bit uh, better in possession, that's supposedly why we brought him in. Is that he was good, good with the ball. Mm-hmm, yeah. Now, does he make mistakes? Yeah. <laughs> Will a new manager tolerate that? I don't know. Probably not. But yeah, mm. I think I think he's gone though. Personally, um, Martina. I think Cuco Martina is going is, is out, um, mm-hmm. despite working really hard for us and being a pretty decent. Oh guy. yeah,
2: I've got I've got nothing but respect for him, but he's not going to be. He's not. He's not getting ahead of Kenny or Coleman.
0: Yeah. Um, Stecklenberg. I think he's gone. Yep. Uh, and Luke, I think
2: most people forgot about him.
0: Yeah. And I think Luke Garbit is is also gone.
2: Yeah. Iffy for, for me. Iffy for me.
0: Yeah. Now there's other. I think they should th- give him a chance. There's other U23 players like David Hennon that I think are gone as well, but I didn't really go too in depth with the U23s. Yeah. So, um, any others you can think of? You think might might piece out? What about uh, Clawson? Because I think I think Clawson might stay. Oh, forgot Sand. about forgot about Sandro. How could I forget um, about Sandro? I'm putting him on the list because I think he's gone too.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> on the list. Yeah. What about Claussen? Do you think claussen has gone?
1: No. I don't No, uh, Not yet. Not yet. He's, he's got, I think, he's, I think the latter has got too much potential in him for him to just be completely overlooked and sold.
0: Yeah. I'm one of those people who would like it if Sandro and Claussen stayed just because I want to give them a chance under whoever our manager is. Uh, however, if a player doesn't want to be here... You know what I mean? I'm not one of those people who likes to make people stay. Lockman? I think he'll stay.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the
0: club would be nuts to sell him. I think
1: uh, I think like, Leipzig are keen on trying to make it a permanent stay. I, I, I yeah, I I do agree. I, I think we'd be really really silly to mm-hmm. get even, rid of him. Oh, you
2: know, too much potential. Not, not even could. get rid of him. Just give into their interest. Yeah, I feel like it, it would be a bit like. That uh, whole thing with Chelsea that given up on a talented youngster like Mm -hmm. they've done with Lukaku, De Bruyne, Salah and it's going to bite us in the backside if it does happen. So, yeah, need to keep him. All right. Preferably. So now going to one more, Balassi. I think a lot of people would like to see him gone. I personally want him to stay, but I think a lot of people
0: i I think but, he will stay that because that's yeah. what i'm i it's not as much about what I want, it's more about what I think will happen. You know what I mean I like the guy, yeah. I think he's a decent player to have off the bench, but I think he makes way too many mistakes right now oh. so, but yeah, but Hold I more. think he'll stay
2: message no he's he's
1: staying he's staying I think he's, basically, out, he's, hes he's staying he has he gone out on loan to get more a bit more playing time and he's doing well he's done,
0: done so and, well, yeah. No, I yeah. think he'll
2: go. I think he's going to Middlesbrough.
0: All right, that's a fair, that's a fair shout. You know, mm. um, and there's some other younger players that you know, you know, that are doing well at their clubs that may be gone too. So, um, incoming. Uh, because it's ridiculous to try <clears throat> to to predict like eight incoming players. Just give me one. Give me your one incoming player that you think is coming in this summer. One.
1: Brett. From Shakhtar, yes
0: Max pulls a name out of the hat. Like, just, no one has said Fred coming to Everton. So.
2: I thought you said bread.
0: Bread. We think bread yeah. will be at Everton. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, it's, okay, I get it because he's at Shakhtar, and, you know, if we're getting yeah, full 2nd t- he'll want one of his strongest players. I see what you yeah, mean.
1: Yeah, I just feel like the, the role he's playing our side. It, I think the, the role he plays in, in, in Shakhtar is just one of those irreplaceable roles, mm. and he's just so good at what he does. He, he really does remind me of Fernandinho. Mm. and as as I said earlier, it, Fonseca comes in, Fred follows. I'd, I'd be absolutely made up with that.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of thinking Fred might be a little uh, bigger, you know, because I've heard rumors that he's connected with City yeah. and that kind yeah, of
1: stuff. Of of course, and I think uh, a lot a lot of names tend to be um, thrown about like that with Everton. You know, yep. I seen someone the other day saying, you know, Kieran Tierney mm-hmm. be someone for Everton. But I, I, again, I I feel Kieran, Kieran Tierney too big for Everton, really.
0: I hate saying that because we 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 are people who do have we do have ambition for our club. Yeah, we do. We're course. just trying yeah. to be super realistic we're with just, our
1: situation. We're trying right to now. be realistic and. Again, another name that that was, you know, I just I came up with Fred because I see a lot a lot more logic in in Fred coming to Everton,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a lad that I'd love to see come to Everton, particularly on the form that he's on at the
2: minute.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Wilfred Zaha from Palace, I think. Oh, he, yes, he has, he's I, fantastic. I think, I, think he's again. super happy where happy he is, though. Him. You we, know what I mean? Yeah, he seems like yeah, he's, he's tailor made for Palace, but at the same time, he just. The form he's showing at the minute, so this good. is the time he should have moved. Yeah. As you say, he moved to Man United. He moved to a bigger club far too early in his career, and I feel like just now is just the right time.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I would like. I think if we say get Howe in, Eddie Howe, I wouldn't throw it past to say Nathan Ake.
1: I'd be happy. I'd, I'd be happy with that. I'm a I'm a big fan of Nathan Ake. I think he. he uh, yeah, with his with his uh, with his versatility as well. Mm. I mean, the fact that he can play centre half and hold in midfield and do a really good job of holding midfield, uh, yeah,
2: definitely. No, I I think for my one, uh, not regarding manager, uh, I believe his name is Joe Bryan. Is it from Bristol City, Joe Bryan? Oh,
0: the left back. Yeah, I think we'll get him. Yeah, yeah I
2: think that's
1: that's the more realistic shout for left back. Uh,
0: I have a different left back shout.
1: Oh,
2: uh,
0: I mentioned it before we came on the air. Uh, mm-hmm. And by the way, I noticed neither one of you said Ross Barkley coming back to us, which is the rumor that dropped yesterday. Just saying. Neither one of you thought that's actually going to happen. Uh... I, I don't know. So I'll be curious. I, I don't think there's much stock in it, but we have to address the fact that it happened. Wouldn't, wouldn't
2: mind him back, but...
0: Uh... He could have been back in town to visit family. Just saying. Yeah. You know? Um,
1: well, wow. yeah. don't want him anywhere near the club.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what would go down. I'm torn. Very no torn. idea.
2: Yeah. Uh, on. Who's your left
0: back? So my left back is Frank Fabra. Mm-hmm. Fabrús. Oh, from. Uh, is it? Uh, I'm trying to remember what team he plays for. Is it okay. Boca Juniors? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, a Colombian international. Starts for their team. Uh, starts for their their uh, squad. He's good. He's an international starter for a very good international team. Um, uh, he's really good going forward. He gives us someone with with speed who and that that right now Leighton Baines lacks. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I don't think he has Leighton Baines' passing ability uh, or his dead ball ability, and I'm not sure if he's as smart defensively as Leighton Baines is. I feel like he's known See, to make those- some errors.
2: Those can be trained though,
0: can't they? Pace just can't. That's very true. So, uh, but yeah, that's. I think we'll get him because I don't think the cost will be over ten million. Um, mm. I think it'll be affordable, and uh, and he already has a work permit. Just saying. Mm. So, yeah. so lastly, which player is going to go the farthest? Going to go the furthest? Going to go the longest in the World Cup uh, from Everton? Which one's gonna last the last the longest amount of time this summer?
1: I think. What, what lads have we got at the World Cup? Are, are, are any of them even in the squads? Uh, yes, Pickford. Rick? Oh shit! Yeah, Pick Pickford. But
2: Balassi is Bilassi- no no, I mean, no, no. But no, I, but I, I, Gay uh,
0: and Nias play for Senegal.
2: Sigurdsson
0: you, you. Sigurdsson is in. That's true. All right, and the one that I wrote down. Because I think he's in, and the one I think who's going to last the longest is Funes Mori. I
2: just yeah. saw it as, as I was saying on the list, yeah. yeah.
0: I almost wrote Pickford because I think England's going to do better than people are thinking. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people, because you know, they're just super, like I don't know, down and jaded, they're like, oh, England's going to go out in the group stage. I, I don't think so. I think they have some quality players there. I just think they've made some questionable choices about the depth. You know what I mean? Mm. Like only choosing yeah. from like three different clubs in in
2: England. Two of the top six. You know what I mean? Yeah, that,
1: yeah. That's always that's always been I think the the main issue when it's come to the national side. But you know, as we saw from the from the last internationals, Southgate seemed to have took a different approach. Mm. Really, kind of assessed a range of different lads, and with the likes of Oxley Chamberlain looking like he's going to be out now, I think we're going to yeah. see you know we're going to see like younger lads coming through, like the likes of him. Um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek.
0: I was about to say Loftus-Cheek, man. He's the one I really would like to see playing for England.
2: Or, I you know uh, oh, no, wait, it was Loftus-Cheek, but I was thinking maybe, uh, not Rooney, uh, uh, Walcott maybe has a chance of getting in.
0: Well, potentially. I, potentially. I think he deserves a look. I just don't know if, if Southgate will give it to him. You know what I mean? Keane? Mm, th- maybe. Keane actually maybe. may have played himself back maybe. into consideration. You know?
2: I think... With Jags there, I think if he's got a stable partner with him in the Cup, then I think he'll go, but I yeah. don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. I think if anyone will take his place, I think it'll be Chris Smalling and Phil Jones because they, they've not been bad for the mm. United.
0: So uh, what's your, what's your, uh, who lasts the longest in World Cup? I'm saying Furnace Funes Mori. You say
2: Funes or, Mori. Or Gilfie Sigurdsson. I think Iceland will pull a shocker.
0: Uh, I think I think the word's out on Iceland. You know what I mean? They pulled that yeah. shocker in, uh, in in the Euros,
1: yeah. As the Euros, didn't they? And I feel, yeah, I think that there's going to be too much weight on tickets and shoulders. I, I I think almost I think it's I, I'm I'm made up that he's going to be fit in time to showcase his abilities in Russia. But again, he, with Funes Mori, he, he, he's traveling with Argentina, and I do feel like Argentina are going to be one of the favorites.
0: All right, well that's that's it. I got nothing else on the summer predictions. There's other ways ways I could go, like preseason and stuff, but I just think there's too much up in the air about that. Who's gonna win the league? Yeah, yeah who are we actually gonna play in preseason? You know? Yeah. Uh, no, we can't. No, we have no idea. Um, I, I would love Besiktas. I would love a friendly with Besiktas over the summer. Oh, how awesome would that be? Just incredible. Saying. All right, so that is it for our offseason predictions. We need to preview uh, Southampton because we are not going to be recording later this week. It's a busy time in the Gibson, yeah, in the Gibson household, which has preventing us been preventing us from recording as much. All my fault, not these lovely gentlemen's faults. So yeah,
2: God um, oh, Jerry, why did you have to have a
0: life? Yeah, so what's with me and my family? Damn. Uh,
2: uh, at
1: least he takes some responsibility from uh, saying <laughs> Sam Allardyce.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. My bad, all the time. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's talk about Southampton uh, current form. All right, They are 18th in the table mm-hmm. with 32 points, 6, 14, <sighs> and 15. Uh, however, they are within reach of West Ham and Huddersfield, Huthers, who both have 35 points. Mm-hmm. Okay, One win puts That's them a in a much health. better position. Okay, Uh, They recently beat Bournemouth 2-1, lost to Chelsea in the FA Cup semis 2-0, and drew with Leicester 0-0. So I mentioned earlier, they have a a lot more motivation than we do. Mm -hmm. A lot more. Uh, Playing a team in a relegation scrap, it's it's (laughs) a bad time for us because we're not really playing for a lot other than pride at this moment.
2: Mm-hmm. We could technically still get Europe. We just have to have luck on our side.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, but Burnley's got to get beat by like twelve goals. So yeah, yeah,
2: not <laughs> <That> gonna <would> happen. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Bournemouth pull like, out one of the best comebacks of the ever.
0: Mister Mr. Optimistic to make that happen. Damn. Uh, so uh, I will say, however, we usually play stronger at home. We do play. We do play better at home, and we usually go for it a little bit more. Um, yeah. So their uh their probable lineup uh McCarthy who actually made some solid saves in their last match uh Yoshida Hote uh Bednarik and uh, they're kind of going with I think they're going to be going with like three center backs I think they run that 3 with two wing backs formation mm-hmm. that's how they beat
2: Bournemouth isn't it so um they,
0: well, they may do that they may not who knows uh, but their uh their wing backs their their fullbacks, Bertrand and Suarez uh they're solid players. Uh, oh, actually, there's one, I'd take Bertrand. I think a lot many would. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, Lamina, a center mid that we're familiar with because we were connected with him from uh, Juventus. Mm. Uh, yep. uh, yeah. Oriol, Romeo, those are, the, those are their two center mids. Uh, on the wings, you got Redmond and probably either Tadic or Ward-Prowse. And then up front, probably
1: Charlie Austin.
0: All
2: right. Mm. Um, oh,
1: that old chestnut. I, I genuinely do feel like if this Southampton side go down, I feel like they'll be one of the best sides in a long, long, long time to get relegated.
0: They're talented. I, they have really good mm-hmm.
1: players. I think uh, the the last four seasons they finished in the top ten. Mm-hmm. So for them to be in a relegation scrap, for me, look, looking at the um, the talent that they've got, I think it's a lot to do with the um, the board and the direction that the board want to go in. Because I know, I know uh, but I'm not 100% clued up on it. But I think they—they're the, the last since the last owners left. It, it's just been a big uh, catastrophe, really. Fart. But as I say, that the, uh, there are a lot of talented players at Southampton. I'd take it Everton within a heartbeat. You know, you, you only have to look at the goal that Tadic scored the weekend. Um, you know, Tadic, Bertrand, yeah. Buffal as well. I'm a big fan of Stefan Bufal. I did hear. I did an yeah, extent. Jan. Sorry.
0: I did hear Buffal may have had a falling out with Hughes, and that's mm. why we're not seeing him as much. Mm. So, I mean, he is a skilled little player,
1: though. Yeah. 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 And I feel he's a player that Everton would reap the benefits of if, if, if we had him, put, say, putting him in the place of Balassi in the lineup, and I feel like it, it'd be great for us. But as I say, they're a really talented side. That's a
0: really good the, shout, man. That is a yeah,
2: great t- shout. They're too talented to go down.
0: Yeah, we didn't
2: even think about all the teams that are going to get relegated for our transfer video, which you should check out as well. But ah. no, I'd, I'd I'd like to think I'd like to think Southampton could stay up because they've got they've mm-hmm. got like you say a decent team, and they are going to be really going for it in this one because I think. Well, does anyone know their last game of the season?
0: Oh, they have a big game against. I think it's Swansea. Yeah, I something think like I, that. Something I think it's 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 like maybe one of those winner take all type scenarios. You know yeah.
1: what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and if it, I think if if our results go a certain way, we 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 can potentially send West Ham down in our mm-hmm. last game of the season. Um, so that'd be that'd be tasty, wouldn't it? Big Sam sending West Ham down and Everton sending David Moyes down. Uh, yeah, I, an interesting
0: one. I, everywhere I've read people are predicting a, a loss for us. Um, a lot Everywhere I've I read, they're saying that Southampton have, or they're too talented and they're playing against us. that don't have anything to play for despite our form. And a lot of people are picking Southampton to fi- figure out a way to stay up and for uh, a Huddersfield to find their way down. So um, just throwing that out there, some interesting stuff happening. Um, yeah. Uh, so, our lineup. Uh, the main injury we have right now is DCL with his stress fracture in his back. Uh, get well, man, because that sounds painful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because he watches. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, any other p- probable injuries that you can think of right now? Because the other injuries we talked about last week, Max, were, were you know, they played.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, yeah, they, it was just
0: what we said. Bol- yeah. Bol- yeah. Um, so uh, Pickford, I, I mean, you'll, tell me if this, stop me if this sounds familiar. Uh, Pickford, Coleman, Keane, Diegelka, uh, Baines, Gaye, Schneiderlin, Rooney, Vlasic, Vlasic uh, Walcott, and Tosun. I
2: that drop, sounds very similar.
1: Out of that, I'd drop Rooney uh, and i put... Well, of course, I put Klaassen in, but that's never going to bloody happen, is it? We're never going to see him. It's so frustrating. Yeah. The, you know, the, 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 the season's pretty much, you know, there's nothing to play for, yet he doesn't feel like playing these players that, you know, would reap the benefits of game time. I would
0: love it, to see Klaassen in Rooney's spot. I totally it's agree. It's really
1: frustrating, but I just feel like it's going to be Davies and Rooney's place, really.
0: I, I would like to see that. I just don't know if he's going to do that. I agree that's what I would do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would do that too. Um,
2: I'd yet. take out Vlasic. But Bilassi, put Balassi, put Balassi back in. I I then I'd then bring Vlasic on, but I don't think he was want to start because he's not he's not sharp enough, I'd say I'd bring him on. See, I to, actually
0: think Balassi would be more effective off the bench.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, because I, he, because I, his it,
0: pace, you know?
2: I, either or. either or, to be honest. Yeah. Either or would, I'd happily do with.
0: Them. Right,
2: or the um, ass potentially starting with two strikers up front, maybe. But uh, Sam, I'm, I'm wishful thinking. Wishful thinking.
0: Sam, Sam's greatest hits, press uh, press track eight. Here it is. No two strikers up front. <laughs> we just starting the same formation. Everything. But you know what though? That stability has been good for a lot of these players. Just throwing yep. that out there. They've they've at least stabilized. They may not be going st- for it, I'm- but.
1: I'm surprised that's not another shout that he's come out with. Really, you know, I've finally found a stable starting lineup for us. Really, but you know, again, credit where credit's due. Ultimately, he has found our most stable eleven, and mm. yeah, I, I agree. I feel like he's just going to pretty much put that on
2: repeat each game. Wasn't hard. I only had to take out Ashley Williams.
0: Yeah, he was doing a little... Mm-hmm. He's kind of rotating, trying to figure out the wingers, trying to f- figure out the uh, the center mids there for a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just... I, I could see Belassi getting a sniff. I could see Neos giving, getting a sniff, but not from the start. Um, and I could see Davies coming in. I, I could see those three players subbing in, second half. You know? I'm trying Maybe to, even Funes Mori? Funes Mori coming in if we've got a lead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know
0: the thing is the funny thing is bringing Funes Mori in. If we need a goal to sub in for another center back, how good is that guy in the air on corners? Exactly. Yeah, he jumps a full like foot over everybody else. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So and I
1: mean, he's, he's, he's usually quite accurate with his headers as well. That's <laughs> something that really gets on my nerves about Michael Keane. Yeah. It's like you know, for the amount of headers that he does win, there's just no, there's no control or accuracy over them whatsoever. So
2: yeah, he has the defensive header. Funes Mori has the attacking header. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I was.
0: It'd be it'd be really cool if we could figure out the way for them to be on the field together. That'd be mm. nuts. Maybe he'll try it. How could that work? Hmm. Yeah. If 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 Sam listens to Rooney, then they'll play Funes Mori because. Apparently, Funis Mori asked Rooney to like lobby on his behalf <laughs> to get him some playing time before the World Cup because he wants to play World Cup. I get it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm surprised Sam hasn't been given a lot of pressure from the club to play these players. That might be why Neos is getting time lately because they're tra- he's trying to make sure these players get World Cup time because it's good mm-hmm. for Everton in terms of uh, being in the world focus. That's true. You know. Um, yeah, and it hasn't it hasn't put us back, it set us back yet either. Doing that, so we'll see. Anyway, so anything else we need to talk about our, our predictions on score? What's going to happen?
1: It's gonna. I feel after you know after the Huddersfield game, I think that was a big indicator to me that we're on the right tracks to actually winning these games that we consider the formalities that we should win.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm going to go for a two one win for the Blues.
2: I am gonna say. <laughs> with that, I'm gonna say three 0 With that, I'm gonna say one 0
0: Okay, and I'm the negative Nigel here. Uh, I am saying a one-one draw uh, because I I think they I think we'll score because I think we're we're scoring pretty regular now uh, and, and our defense is pretty solid. But that's why we only let in one goal because I think they're gonna be motivated. You know mm-hmm. they're they're going to be scrapping and going nuts for every loose ball, and I don't know if we're going to do that. So, and I think you can you can score goals on pure hustle. It yeah. happens. So, mm-hmm. trust me, I, that's what I did all during high school because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything else. Uh, so yeah, but that's I guess that's it.
2: Uh, can I ask for a prediction on the lap of honor? What's going to happen? I like, reckon there's going to be a lot of people there, or a lot of people will go. I think quite a uh,
1: majority will go, I feel like, but I, I don't think Sam's going to do it. I've got a feeling Sam won't do it. No, I don't think he
2: will. I don't think he will. I think the players might, but I think yeah. I don't think the manager will come out.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, one other thing. New kit. New kit.
2: Ooh. Pretty, s-
0: well,
2: I, pretty
1: stunning, I, I, right? Lovely. Retro throwback, I love it.
0: I'm gonna be fine with any kind of retro throwback. I I think it's great. It's a it's that strange distressed tee look. You know what I mean? It's oh, it's,
1: it's lovely, isn't it? They've, yeah. got, they've kind of gone for a different kind of um texture almost yeah. for the for the base, the torso, and it, it's lovely. It's almost. I'd like, love
2: to see what the away kits are gonna look like. Oh
0: yeah, it's almost like uh, Umbr.o is trying to really do a good job their last year of the contract to get us oh. to sign another one, huh? Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah. What's your prediction? Who are we going to go for next? I don't
0: know. Or do you reckon we'll stick with Umbro?
1: It's gonna be Umbro, isn't it? I think. Uh,
0: I I, I could see Umbro again, but I I mean the rumors about Under Armour were pretty oh, rampant. A lot of I mean, let's be honest. They're taking. They're getting a lot of contracts nowadays. Mm-hmm. So what I just don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Do they do? Do they do Liverpool's kits now? No, they're New new, Balance. Oh, that's right, New Balance. Good. Because if they they were doing the Reds, then they never would. Yeah, Spurs, Southampton's kids. uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think we may be too traditional for Under Armour, though, to be honest. You know what I mean? Possibly, They usually are a little experimental. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, we're not that type of club.
0: Yeah, true. All right. So, anyway... Uh, that's, that's a lot of stuff we just talked about. We just covered a lot in the last like yeah in our shortest segment uh, of the day. That is the end of our big show for the podcasters out there. Thank you much, very much for listening you're just sweethearts. Uh Please subscribe to the Toffee Blues podcast. rate it if you can. and if you want to give us like a, a sweet review that, that, that'd just be nice. Uh, also, our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the Toffee Blues YouTube channel. We just hit 700 subs, and that's thanks to you. Aww. Yeah, yeah, you, you people are nice, so thanks. Um, uh, leave a like, leave a comment, all that stuff. We love you. Uh, check out Edward's uh, YouTube channel, Jam E. James. Details are below. Check out Max's analysis on the Toffee Blues website. Uh, yeah, he writes words, and they're about Everton. They're smart, so there you go. Uh, check out the Toffee Blues website in general. Uh there's a lot of lot of Everton stuff on there. Check out their uh the top blues the Toffee Blues Facebook account, Instagram, Twitter. I think that's all I have to plug. Alright? Yeah. So uh yeah, we're gonna go watch a Champions League game now. So that's a thing. Woo! Alright? And it's the, the good one. That's what we'll say. Alright. <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for Yeah, for Max, for Edward, for Jerry. We're finished. Thanks a lot. Bye.
2: I wanna go.